0: Welcome to another episode of NY Just Fans Podcast with hosts Davin Sharman and Chris. Please make sure to follow us on Twitter, Just Fans Podcast, as we finally are in the playoffs. Before we get into the great news that gays got fired, um, let's talk about this, the sadness and this pathetic loss against the Patriots, 28-14. Uh, to 14. Knowing that Cam Newton is not going to be playing with the Patriots from uh, Adam Schefter, uh, Shaman. I'm, I'm, let, let, let me start with you, man. What, what the, what the what the hell happened, and what the <laughs> hell happened to Donald in the second half, and, and what, and what is going on?
1: What happened to Donald is what's been happening to Donald for the last year or more. Um, just a silent regression of talent, I would say. Um, within a system, I think that just doesn't work for him. Um. Uh, i want to say i i definitely have to say the the last part here because i um because it definitely does not um it does not that's not what he does best um he's not really good at reading the field um and and as a coach if you're gonna um, if you're gonna build a quarterback you don't build him build his confidence by making him do what he can't do best the most. You let him thrive at what he does best. And in my opinion, uh, spoon feed him little by little what he does not do better. Um, And then over time he would get better. But that's a conversation that we've been having forever about the failures of the coaching here and it's come to an end and we don't need to be talking about that anymore. The one thing I applaud the Jets players for is all year, you could never say that they quit. No matter how bad it was, no matter how bleak it looked, they kept fighting, they kept playing. Uh, Hats off to the defensive guys, hats off to the offensive guys, offensive line guys. Um, I uh, I, I wish that this energy that they have about them remains and gets added on by whoever gets hired as new coach and we could take that and move on with it um and the bad air or bad energy gets uh filtered out of one just drive uh a la Gates walking out the door um but yeah um i've had i've had multiple conversations with people on on social media about the about you know, Donald is he broken, and if he's not broken, uh, confidence is confidence matters. And like I said, the kid has none. You know, um, he will make one or two plays that will flash because he has talent. He will, he will, he is a very talented young man, and he will make plays here and there. That way, we will say there is the guy I thought we were getting. Unfortunately, it's not consistent enough. To to kind of hook your, uh, you know, or hook your wagon to, because, you know, it's just not there. It's not consistent. And talking about reads, just loses defend, defenders. He can't, you know, it, it depending on the coverage, you're supposed to know where a specific player is, and he just can't find where, you know. He can't find where, whatever the safety is, he didn't, or he didn't manipulate the safety, which is something that, that I think somebody, I saw somebody point out, which is just a, such a great point. Um, one of the things about, about Donald's game that was really lacking was that the fact that he really never was good at manipulating or moving players or reading leverage or, you know, so, so yes. He was failed by coaches. Yes, the organization didn't give him enough, but it also was incumbent on him to bolster his arsenal and get better at reading the field and get better at recognizing coverages, which he failed at numerous times. And um, I'm glad it's over. Um, I don't know what the what what the organization will do if Donald is gonna stay. In my opinion, I don't think he is. I could be wrong, uh, but um, but I'm glad this year is over. This is um, as a Jets fan. This for me, this is probably the worst Jets um, season I've ever been through. I mean. Um, We've had bad seasons with injuries. I remember the year when Testivity got injured. Um can't remember exactly. I always talk to Chris about it that because my memory is always <laughs> bad. Right. Yeah, it was 99. And um I think I think that's probably the most heartbroken I was in the, in the beginning of a season. Um, uh, because we just kind of knew after he went down the season was kind of over. Um but um but this was definitely the most Gut wrenching one because it also uh, brought to an end a, a hope that we all had that Donald would be the guy. I think I think no matter if you did not like did not like the pick or not, you just prayed that the young man would grow to be something that the Jets would have for the for the foreseeable future. And the fact that he just could not muster up any kind of flash, nothing nothing the year at least the year before he gave us a few he strung he strung together a few games and we were hopeful he wasn't able to, and 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 please stop with the he did not have weapons he had enough the fact that he only threw to the guys that he was comfortable to comfortable throwing to is what is, is it should show you that he regressed his confidence is shot he doesn't trust his eyes. He doesn't trust what he sees. So, you know, like I said before, I'm 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 happy for the players um, that they that they it's over for them and they get to like pour their energy into another season with hope for the future. Um, I'm glad that it, that we're all excited as Jets fans for something brand new, some new injection of energy, of uh, kind of life. To a team that we love but good riddance to 2020 uh jet and new york jet season trust me
2: yeah i you know what i agree uh especially with donalds to me he's been the biggest disappointment uh this year you know other than gase obviously but um but without a doubt i mean he's regressed so much that we don't know even with the fresh start next year whether it's here which i doubt as well along with you But even if it's on another team, like if he gets a fresh start and he gets the weapons that people think that he doesn't have here, which is ridiculous now. But if he goes to another team and he gets a fresh start, new system, new coach, all that, what's going to be his what's going to be his ceiling now? How good is he going to be? Is he going to be, you know, I I remember when he first came in, we thought, wow, this guy, he's got a chance to be an elite quarterback but that quickly went down. Uh, is he gonna be a pretty good quarterback? Very good, is he gonna be a game manager? I mean, I, I don't know what his ceiling is gonna be anymore. And that's sad because we were expecting, you know, wow, this guy finally, he finally answers that question we, we haven't had in so long He's a franchise quarterback. And it's pretty depressing that he's come to what, what we've seen this year. I mean, yeah, uh, you know, yeah, we didn't have the greatest offensive line, but you know what? It wasn't that bad, especially down the stretch. He wasn't running for his life like some people say he was. I mean, they were giving him time. He just i, I don't know. Like you said, lost confidence. We could pick him apart, but it's just—it's depressing. You know, it really is depressing. And he's like the biggest—the uh, biggest negative this year. I mean, we thought we, we'd see him step up, and listen. No, I don't think none of us definitely were not expecting playoffs this year. I don't think anybody was, if they were, that you're drinking too much Kool-Aid, but um, I was expecting at least for the, the offense to be better, to be in the game every game, but, you know, it was just horrible, and this week, I mean, against the Patriots, who, you know, they've looked pretty bad the last few weeks, and how we couldn't beat them, I mean, we only scored 14 points against this team, you know, I mean... And Cam Newton actually looked somewhat decent compared to what he's looked all year long. I mean, that was pretty embarrassing. And it was, it was a, it was a horrible ending to a horrible season. Thank God it's over. And we get to kind of hit the reset button and start over with our, hopefully with a new coach, not hopefully, but we are going to start over with a new coach, a new system, new everything. Um, and it's going to be done right. The GM is going to have the, you know, the, um, the authority to pick the new head coach. And um, he's going to be running the show, thank God. And this time around, we have the GM first. You know, the last time when we had Gase, we didn't have a GM at the time. So it was all Christopher Johnson, you know, calling up his friends and calling up Peyton Manning and asking for advice. You know, now you got a GM who knows what he's doing who's got people around them that are going to go out there, find, find guys that they want to interview, interview them and, and go from there, you know, and whoever's the best shot, you know, the best, the best person to, to take the job. So that, that's going to be our, our thing for the next couple of weeks is the guys we're going to be bringing in and, you know, who do we think is going to be the next head coach, which is great. Um, but yeah, this was, this was just horrible. It was ugly, you know, ugly game. We knew it was gonna be an ugly game, but we were hoping for a win at least at the end. But unfortunately,
0: it's no, play. no Super Bowl win,
2: <laughs> right? <laughs> a,
0: no Super Bowl win for us. You know, yeah. it's, it's very sad when you just watch watch your team just struggle and go down. You know, it's, it's certain players that that played good, you know, and and we could say, yeah, shout out to them, but. Yeah, they don't want to hear that shit. They some of them just want to win the game. And I feel very sad for the for the players that actually wanted to play. Um, I don't know. So, coach coaching is horrible. Um, Gaze, thank God he's gone. Thank God we could do things right. You know, we in a, and I always in ourselves in last off season. You know, I think we are finally in the the right direction for once. You know, um, I spoke to a couple of Jets fans. Um, past few days, they sound very excited. And those and and some of them are very negative. You know, no disrespect to y'all if y'all hear this, but <laughs> I I just feel that we're in the right direction, and you know, so hopefully the head coach, hopefully after the head, whatever head coach comes, hopefully we can get that our way, and hopefully we can move on to the to the next direction. Uh. We, so now the gates is gone, now this is not just like you said, Chris, the hot topic. Head coaching. Um, we got <laughs> we got the Chiefs offensive coordinator, um, Eric Benamy. Uh, we got the Colts defensive coordinator Matt. We got the Ravens defensive coordinator, wink Martindale, Titans offensive coordinator off the Smith, Ram's defensive coordinators, Brandon Staley, um, Iowa State's Matt Campbell and Florida's Dan Mullen. And also, also one more, one more uh, candidate. Uh, well, two of them. One of them is uh, what's the name? What's the offensive coordinator for the Seahawks? Brian Schottenheimer. Yeah, Brian is that Schumacher. his name? Okay, Brian that's Schumacher. one. And the second one is apparently Jim. Apparently Jim Harbaugh, because he's not signing this deal with Michigan, and <laughs> so mm-hmm. he gets the NFL job, which I think is weird. So let's cut. Let's cut Jim Harbaugh. Let's cut Brian out. Um, those <laughs> those seven people. Let's let's just get to that. Um, so again, Charmin, back to you. Um, mm. which which coach would would you would like to see Joe Douglas hire and why? I
1: I have to be honest. Um, I've I haven't had the time to put in and really go through, um, all these guys and what they do best and and their backstories and everything like that. I think the guy I know more about, most about, is uh, is Wink Martindale, um, at the DC. Um, he's a, an impressive coach. Um, he has a hell of a, 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 a he has had a hell of a career in the NFL. Um, the thing about a coordinator, in my opinion, uh, is, is that is he is he not just a coordinator? Is he just is he more because I've always wanted a CEO type coach for the Jets, and that's what I want. So, um, if if that's what Wink Martindale is, then I would go for it because I kind of like his uh, his energy, and and I've heard um, I've all read a lot about that he's this these you know he's the kind of display of humanity and he's kind of a, a leader leader type guy and, you know, how much he's a, a player's coach and but yet still not the, a guy you want to mess with. Um, that kind of, you know, um, leadership is kind of what we need. But I also want a guy that is not just on the defensive side of the football. I want a guy that all the you know, like our form, like just our um, outgoing coach would not just go to the off the offense or defensive side and stay, stay there. I want him to be able to go to the special teams meeting and be able to coordinate there and help with the coordination or sit in those meetings. I want him to go to the offensive side of the ball and talk to the linemen and talk to the wide receivers and talk to the running backs. You know, and 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 go through the intricacies of the teachings of the his young quarterback. Um, I want him to do the same on the defense, where he's talking to his middle linebacker and his corners and his safeties and his defensive linemen because that's what a true leader of football team does, and that's what a coach is, in my opinion. That's what the Jets need. Um, there's a few guys in the league that personify that, namely Harbaugh and for the Ravens. When you have a coach that that that's like that, there's a lot of things that just don't fall through the cracks because you have everybody doing their job. You have a D line coach, you have a defensive a, a defensive coordinator who does that and he oversees the defense. You have an offensive coordinator that oversees the offense, and you have the special teams coach that oversees the special teams and everything else and everything that goes around the team. Um, every like minuscule, you know, um, particle or anything that 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 needs to be discussed never falls through the cracks because there's somebody behind them picking up the pieces, calling, "Hey man, um, on third and five, you know, um, you you're about to call a, a, a man on the coverage, single high safety. Why are you doing that? I don't think that's a good idea. What what do you, what are you thinking?" you know, and have that conversation with his D coach and then go go on his offensive coach and then, you know, talk about the fact that he's probably running a, um, a slant sand flat and then he's like, oh, the last time we called a slant flat, it was almost picked off. Why are we calling it again? Or is there a way we could call it in a different, in a different coverage, you know, so that it make, have the kid, give the kid a better chance? Conversation like this. Over, you know, this, this is what this is what I, I I want more than anything else. So, so um, I will I will definitely do more homework on each of those guys um, before I could really make have an opinion of which one I like. Um, but the guy that that's in the front running for me right now, just off of what I know, is Wink Martindale. Um, that's it. I um. I'll definitely um, probably no, by the next episode, definitely I will get um, I'll get my my feet under me when it comes to these
2: coaching guys. You know what? for me, he doesn't have to be an offensive genius, a defensive genius because I think either way, whatever guy that they decide on, they're gonna bring in their own coordinators, right? to run the offense, to run the defense more or less. So for me, I want a guy who obviously a culture changer. It could be anybody obviously is going to be a culture changer compared to what, what we just went through. So that's obviously number one, but a guy who is a leader, a guy who is going to get the most respect from his players and also going to get the most out of his players. Right. The guy I like a lot and I've been saying it is Salah from San Francisco, the defensive coordinator. To me, he see, to me, he's getting the most out of his players. He seems like he's a good leader. Um, to me that would translate good as a as a as a head coach. Um, out of the guys with you know, you mentioned the enemy, I've always liked. I would love to see him get a shot. Um, because and you know, a lot of people are saying, well, he doesn't call all the plays in Kansas City. You're right, he's not the play caller, but you're not really again, you're not really bringing in the guy to be the play caller for offense or defense, you know, whichever way they they go. You know, you want him to be the head coach, like you, like you said, the CEO of the team i i don't so that's why i'm not really looking at well he's a good offensive coordinator so he'll be a good head coach you know eric b they're saying that he's a good leader on offense you know a good leader of, of the players and he gets a lot of respect from the players so and he's also helped develop um pat mahomes which is pretty good <laughs> you know um but uh you know that's another name i liked a name that's coming up now is the colts defensive coordinator <laughs> um, like you said, Martindale's got the connection, the, the Ravens' connection with uh, with Joe Douglas. Yes. Um, <clears throat> another name, Arthur Smith, of course, you know, the great offensive coordinator for the Titans. Um, and from the college end, you know, we, we've heard Matt Campbell, Iowa State, and we've heard, uh, you know, you just <laughs> mentioned Harbaugh. I don't know. Um and the other Ugh. one is uh, the Pat Fitzgerald from, uh, from Northwestern. And, you know, both those guys have not coached in the pros. So they're going to be a big wild card. Like they could work out, but they could also not work out well because they've never done the pros, you know, and that kind of, that would kind of bother me a little bit, but I think of, you know, whoever Joe Douglas goes with, I'll be happy with obviously, because if he thinks he's good, then obviously, you know, we got to feel confident, but those are the only two that bother me. The, the guys that have been in the NFL are the ones I'm leaning towards more. You want to say it that mm. way? So, I mean, at least, at least that's what I think.
0: I think my candidate,
2: uh, I think my
0: candidate, which I forgot to say his name, which they uh, Joe Douglas did request to see is uh, the bills offensive coordinator, Brian dabble. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Thanks, um, thanks for having
1: me. I forgot to mention him. Yes.
0: Yeah. Um, I just think that you know he's been the Bills' offensive coordinator since 2018, and you know to to bring bring a kid up like Josh Allen and to make him make him look like a star. You know he he I, they saying that that he got connections or uh, for what I just read to um, he got connections towards the Chargers, DM uh, Tom Telesco. So okay. it might it might be a chance that he might. Just goes to the Chargers. Um, they, I think they like graduated high school, or college together, something, something, something like that. <laughs> but long story, but they knew each other since then. But long story short, um, at, at the end of the day, we need a leader. We don't, we don't need nobody like a follower. We, <laughs> we, we don't need a guy that's bringing players down. That's, you know, that's losing players in the locker room. I, I just want a
1: leader. That's, that's all. That's all. all right. Hey Davin. By the way, um, one one little nugget, one of the things I learned uh, of, about Davo that I didn't know is um that I that he had coached with the with the Patriots for a while. Did you know this, Chris? I,
2: no. I Yeah, they they did mention that because they did say he he's got Super Bowl rings. Yes. He
1: coached. They got... He coached with. Yeah, that dude. That like that is why I I kind of held back from saying a lot because there's certain connection. I would like to draw a line like draw a, a like paint a picture of the history of some of those guys because a lot of those guys are very interesting guys. I think I think it's best we tell the story the full story and his story especially. I I would really like to like spend a little time talking about because he's a pretty interesting guy.
0: You know, last but not least um <laughs> I think I think we had I think you know, from from it from now from what 2019, 18, I think we got a better uh selection on on coaches on on who could be our head coach. Um because there wasn't too many like Matt Wool. I know I know, you know, Matt Wool, he's doing this thing and Panthers. Um, I think monkin and there wasn't too many other candidates. I think so I think, I think we got a good part. That's why I said 2021 might, might be our year. I'm not saying no Super Bowl ring, but it might be our year. <laughs> no, <but laughs> you know, and, good things happening.
2: And you know so, what? I, th- I think we also have options, better options as well, because now we have a GM that's, that's going to be running point on this to, to put the search out there. And he, he's got connections. He's been, you know, he's been in the league as a, you know, in the front office, scouting and all that. So he's got an idea of what he wants already i think you know when he took the job i think he already had you know names in you know in his head or something like man if i ever get to be a gm this guy this guy this guy i'd love to have this guy i'd love to have you know and he's got the connections with with baltimore obviously and with philly and both times they won the super bowl so he's got guys in mind already you know the the not or you know like we had christopher johnson going around looking for guys and he knows nothing about football,
1: you know? So. And, and and to kind of bridge what you're just saying there, um, um you, did you hear what he said that he's that Christopher Johnson said that um that this is gonna be JD's um opinion. His opinion will matter most in this search, That's which awesome. is something Jets fans have been screaming from the top of the mountain for yes. for <laughs> a very long time. Um we would we would like more than anything for Jets owners to let the people you hire do their job, um, and and for the crowd that keeps reminding me on on on, on Twitter that um, that somehow I forgot that the that the owners get the last voice because uh, it's their team. I am not uh, somehow that stupid that I would think that somebody that. Owns an organization with a couple billion dollars would let another person make the last point for their money. It's not this is not gonna happen. But if but if if you hired a man to do his job, let him do his job, let him bring whoever it is that he feels like, and then let and you have the conversation with him about the reason why he, he feels that way. Don't interject or interrupt a man doing his job about oh, somebody told you, or some stuff like that, which is rumors that I've heard from 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 former players and, and read a couple of articles about Jets um, insider stuff where owners get involved in, in, in hiring of coaches and stuff, which is kind of ridiculous. Um, but anyway, let's hope that's not the case. <laughs> that J- exactly. That is the truth, is the truth that JD is gonna be running point on this. Another point I wanted to make about JD was that the guys he hired in his front office have ridiculous amount of experience in the NFL. They've been in front offices for 20, 30, 40 years, some of these guys. So you're talking about just, a, a, a an influx of information coming in right now, of guys that have ridiculous amounts of experience doing this. So let's, let's leave it to them. I mean, our opinions, of course, we'll always give you that, uh, but we, we but for the first time in a long time we trust what uh what uh, Joe Douglas is about to do. Yeah. Um
0: yeah. last last take on Brian Dabble. Uh he was a positions coach for the Jets in two thousand seven for Chad yes.
1: Tennyson. Yes, yes, that too.
0: Then Chad Pennington, uh him and Chad Pendleton, I guess, grew close friends uh through, through that season. So um him, I think he coached Jake Delone too, when Jake Delone was with the Browns, and and basically he kind of built the chemistry with, with Jake too. So um I'm so I'm just looking at it as okay, so he so he could build with his quarterbacks, and we see it in the same thing with Josh Allen. So we'll 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 know in time. Uh maybe next week, next week we'll talk more about this uh situation. Um, Chris, uh, I, I know you want to talk about this, uh, this Washington, uh, Washington football team versus Philadelphia Eagles saga. So, um, and I know you got some good takes on it. So go right ahead. The floor is yours. <laughs> All
2: right. Listen, I'm, I'm definitely upset about what happened, um, as a football fan, as an Eagle fan as well. I mean, I wanted these guys to fight to the end. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was awful. No doubt. I mean, but looking at it from the Philly side uh, out of the, you know, like, oh, we didn't do anything wrong. They announced, right, like they had eight guys that were going to be inactive for the game. You know, Fletcher Cox, Derek Barnett, um, the tight end Goddard was going to be out too, uh, Miles Sanders. So you had starters that were not going to play. So they were going in shorthanded. Right. And he did mention before the game in this press conference or whatever leading up to the game. He did say he wanted to get Sudfeld in the game. Now, for what reason? I have no idea. This guy's been a backup for like three years for the team. So if you don't know what you got by now, I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> that made no sense. But anyway, he did want to get him in the game for whatever reason. So now, before he got, before they get to the game, they should have just said, "Listen, we're starting Sudfeld. We want to see what he could do. We're gonna, we're benching, you know, we're sitting these guys, and that's it. You know, so nobody can complain that they." you know, that they tanked at the end, that they wanted to lose to get the picks, whatever, you know? So all they had to do was do that during the week and say, I'm starting this guy. I'm, you know, we're, we're sitting this guy, we're sitting that guy. They did mention Wentz was was not even going to be in uniform. So uh, that part, it, it makes no sense to me. It makes absolutely no sense why didn't you just do that. Pittsburgh did that. So there's no talk about, you know, the point spread and, you know, when you get gambling involved, because now, you know what, they're tied to gambling now, right? Because they've, they've signed contracts with gambling. And so there's legal gambling. So now when something like this happens, you know, people are going to start questioning, oh, did he just tank? Because there's, you know, there's money on the game and stuff like that. But I mean, they did this to move three picks, right? If they won, they would have picked ninth. They lost, they picked sixth. So we're only talking three spots. So but anyway, from the bad side of it, you know, from the football side of it, it was horrible. It was embarrassing what they did. It's embarrassing to the league, to the team, to the fans. I mean, you're on prime time. The NFL wants you to play, you know, a regular game. That's why you're on prime time. And you you do that. I think it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing for the league to do that on prime time. If it was if it was on a one o'clock game, we wouldn't even be talking about this right now. It wouldn't even be a thought. But since it's prime time and it had, you know, something to do with Washington winning the division or not, I mean, that's horrible. And the players, you could see on the sideline, and now we're hearing things today and yesterday, you know, players speaking out like, oh, that wasn't right, and everything else. You had former Eagles like Seth Joyner destroyed, destroyed them. He was like, this is the most embarrassing time I've I've ever been a part of this organization. And it is. It's embarrassing. I, I mean, I couldn't believe it myself, but he did what he did. Um, and now, I mean, and going into an off season for Philly, which <laughs> is going to be horrendous. I mean, it's already going to be horrible. Even before this, this just makes it worse because you might have lost some of your players in the locker room. I'm not going to say he lost the whole locker room, but I'm sure there's some guy is playing like, is this how it's going to be here? Do I really want to play for this guy who's not going to, if he's not going to fight for me and he's not going to let me fight in a game, I I, I'm going to have to play for this guy. So he's definitely lost some players in that locker room for sure. You know, and now you got, you know, you got the quarterback issue in the off season, which is going to be very tough to handle. I don't know how they're going to handle this. I'm sure he's going to get traded some, at some point, but I know they're saying he's not, but let's face it. If he wants out and he obviously does want out, um that's one thing number two the cap issue they're like 69 million dollars over the cap for next year right now 74 million excuse me heading into next year there's 74 million dollars above the cap how are they going to figure this out you know you had and you had two guys after the game in philly you had Zach Ertz, and you had kelsey the center the longtime center just sitting there when everybody else went to the locker room they were just sitting there after the game because they knew they might have played their last game as a as a Philadelphia Eagle. Kelsey's been talking about retiring, and Ertz—they've been—you know—they didn't want to give him the extension uh, this offseason. I, I, he might get traded too. It's it's pretty sad. I mean, I and I personally think Laurie <clears throat> should have cleaned house this offseason. He should have just—that's it—just clean house from Howie, the GM, all the way down. You know, and obviously, <laughs> this, and obviously, put this 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 decision to bring in Sudfeld in the fourth quarter um, had to happen above Peterson. You know, somebody either was the GM or the owner said, listen, we need a better draft pick, make sure, you know, we, we lose this game. So it had to come from up above because if it didn't, I, you would think the head coach would get fired for what he did. Um, so I, I, I thought they should have cleaned house. Cause you already got Schwartz walking out the door, the D, the DC. So you're going to have to replace him. So, you know what? I think this was a perfect opportunity to, to cut bait on everybody because you know what the condition or the, the situation that the team is in now is the GM's fault because of his personnel moves and his draft picks and the, the team itself. Peterson is definitely at fault as well for his play calling. I mean, we've seen it every game going it on fourth, fourth down too much when he should either punt or take the three points. I mean, horrible. So this is a, it's going to be a a poop show this off season for the, (laughs) for the the Eagles. You know, some, one of my buddies were like, oh, who do you think's in worst position? I'm like, the Eagles by far, the Jets are in a great position. The the Eagles are in a horrible situation and I don't know how they're going to get out of it.
1: So, so, so Chris, (laughs) can I, can I play devil's advocate for a second? And I think a lot of people are going to be surprised at the way I stand on this. because I normally don't defend stuff like this because I know it's a, the, I know that in the face of the game and what, and what the NFL stands for, this is a bad look. But what you just explained to me, their position, what the organization is in the kind of a hell mm-hmm. that they're gonna have to go through to come out on the other side, which is this offseason. Do you blame them? <laughs> for no, doing everything I don't they possibly can to get the best draft pick they can I, I understand how bad this looks trust me they should have said I, it I, I wouldn't beginning. have I wouldn't have the I wouldn't have the guts to do it I wouldn't I wouldn't I definitely wouldn't because I don't know not if I would way. ever be able to face my players right after doing something like that like I don't I don't understand if he did not and and, and the way to me what made it worse was the way he fumbled around it. It was almost like right. he told them one thing and then he was doing something totally different, which was the worst right. like amount like you literally like uh, not only lied but betrayed their trust, which is the kind of ridiculous if you're and their leader. he definitely leader, did.
2: He definitely right? did because they're all coming out saying that it wasn't, you know, it wasn't right what he did and all that. So and all I thought do... And right.
1: All he had to do was, and this is the funniest thing about the plan. Like, this is why the plan, in my opinion, is so horrible. Like, I would like if you was gonna do this, do it like do it from from jump, right? From beginning of the week, tell right. everybody. Listen, man, we ain't trying to win this. You know, including and, the and, players. And, and, <laughs> and even if, and wait, and even if you weren't telling everybody, you wasn't trying to win this, literally. Sit everybody, everybody. Right. Sit, hurt. Sit everybody. Tell right. the season's over, man. I need to. I need to see who I got on this roster. I just it. play a bunch of backups.
2: Yeah, that's why we see White. White. What's his name? Uh, White side. The the horrible wide receiver that they, they they drafted a couple of years ago. Who's done nothing? <laughs> I say go White side. Yeah. Right. What what White i All he had to do was tell his players, listen. I want to see. Our, I want to see. Some of the guys that haven't gotten much playing time this year, even with the injuries, I want to see this guy, this guy, and this guy. So you know what, you guys, the veterans, the starters, you're gonna get the first half, and then the second half, we're gonna, I'm gonna play it like it's a preseason game. So don't, if you guys want to play hard, play hard for the first half, and then that's it. And then I'm bringing my my second teams in. I want to see my guys, and that's it. And and if he said that to the players, at the very least, said that to the players, at least he would not lose the locker room, you know, then he would, you know, he could say, listen, I told my guys I'm, I was only going to play them half and that's it, you know, or say that in the beginning of the week, like you said, from the start, and just say, listen, guys, I need to see my guys, uh, see these guys play because, you know, we're going to have to make some, you know, pretty tough decisions this off season. So I want to see some of the guys we've drafted or undrafted guys or guys we signed, whatever. So it just, it boggles my mind the way they handled it and and as, as an owner, as Jeffrey Lurie, I'm saying you just embarrassed this franchise on national TV, no less, not even a one o'clock game. You did it on Sunday night football, you know, the most watched game of the week and you just embarrassed our franchise. And I would, I mean, I'm sorry, like I said, I would clean house if I'm Jeffrey Lurie <laughs> for what this guy did. I'm sorry, I'm sure, listen, Unless
1: Jeff, this was all Jeffrey Lurie's idea.
2: <laughs> Maybe so. But you know what? The way they did it, like you said, you do it right and no nobody will question it. it. Now you look like a dope and you just embarrassed everybody and the players are embarrassed. Ugh, horrible.
1: Yep. There you go. Hey Davin, you, you got right. your, you got Chris to to, uh, to to rant for once. So there you
0: go. <laughs> right. Um as of right now, Joe Douglas is doing this interview. Um, we'll probably get some more information next week. Um, For what I just saw on Twitter from Connor Hughes, um, Joe Douglas asked about. Uh, they asked Joe Douglas about Sam Donald. Uh, will be the quarterback in twenty twenty one. He said he had a good conversation with Donald yesterday and thinks he has a bright future. That no sound too good. <laughs> <laughs> It don't sound too good when you just say he has a bright future. He didn't say he's his team or nothing. Right. <laughs> he like, didn't he's,
2: say he's our franchise quarterback. <laughs> <Thanks>. Yeah, basically <laughs>
0: that's that's what he said. And uh he didn't give he didn't give too many uh names of of the uh I guess the coaches that, that will be uh that Joe Douglas will be interviewing, but we'll know more next week. But I'm you know, I'm just letting it be known. Just letting it be known Joe Douglas is doing a um Oh, sorry, Joe Douglas says doing the interview. Okay, here it goes. He thinks Sam has a very bright future in this league. I'm excited about Sam. He did not commit, so there you go. So, so there you go. Uh, so, um, let's review uh the last week, week 17.
2: Before we do that, uh, play of the week for week 17. Uh, you know what? For me, uh, since it's the last week of the year, I, how we got to this point, I have no idea. It's been an amazing uh, run for him was Alex Smith. I mean, for what he went through, I know I've said it before, the guy just went through whatever he went through. It was just amazing. And for him to be leading his team to the playoffs, I know it's the worst division in the world, but still he led this team to the, to the division championship. I think he was five and one as a starter for Washington. Um, I, I just... I, he's definitely going to get comeback player of the year without a doubt. Um they should name the friggin award after him after this after what he went through. But um I just he's definitely player of the week for me. I know there was better options but for me he was the player of the week. Man, I I'm I, there's
1: two there's two kids that I want to talk about, man, and and I mean young men. Um Justin Jefferson who became the the first Rookie wide receiver to have fourteen hundred plus yards in an NFL season in his first NFL season, and Jonathan Taylor, man, thirty attempts, two hundred and fifty-three yards, two touchdowns against the against the Jaguars with the Colts. Uh, these two guys are who I really, I, I really want to shout out, man. They 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 excellent players, and I can't wait to see them follow their career and, and going into the future man they, they, they really stood out
0: yep and oh man um oh it's tough because <laughs> i got some real real good options um uh which we'll be talking about in a second um josh allen josh allen did his thing again um you got Derrick henry the 2k king <laughs> and uh justin herbert i'm gonna give it to justin herbert um i know the chiefs was resting players so forth and so forth but you gotta give the kid herbert his credit
2: he had a <laughs> hell of
0: a season and i'm hoping that he um progressed more into an elite quarterback you know and nobody didn't expect him to play the way how he played so Definitely, shout out to you, Herbert. You you deserved it more than anything. <laughs> so let's get into our last review of these uh, of the season, and we got Buffaloes dominating the Dolphins, fifty six to twenty six, to take them out of the
2: playoffs. Yeah, just Buffalo. I mean, they're probably the hottest team right now in the league, um, and they're, they're just they're coming in hot in the playoffs, which is what you want to do. Miami, they didn't have that safety net with Fitzpatrick's testing positive. So it was all on to his uh, shoulders and didn't quite work out so well. But uh, yeah, Buffalo is just, they're riding high going into the playoffs.
1: Hottest team in the NFL. Yep. You want to be that hot and you don't want that to slap. You could probably take that all the way to the Super Bowl if you, if you can. Teams that get hot like that before the season, before the playoffs normally roll. Pretty good, a good ways into the playoffs. So, uh, good luck to them, man. They're balling.
0: Yeah. Most, most improved player, Josh Allen. Shout out to him. Um, Ravens, Ravens, uh, I don't know if we need to say much about this game, but Ravens, uh, clinched the playoff spot, dominated the Eagles. I meant, sorry, dominated
2: <laughs> the Bengals 38 3. <laughs> well, this is another hot team, uh, coming into the league. I mean, coming into the the playoffs too. I mean, and, and they got, you know, Lamar Jackson definitely coming in with a little chip on his shoulder, you know, hasn't won a playoff game yet. So that's, that, that's going to be a big, a, you know, a big story going into the playoffs. Can they win their first playoff game? And uh, they're playing right now as, as good as they've played um, all year. So there's another team coming in at the right time. Yeah. Um, like that, that,
1: um no matter how hot the Ravens are coming into the playoffs, um, that that proverbial monkey sitting on uh, on Jackson's shoulder uh, until he gets it off. It I, I think everybody um, will only be waiting to see if he wins or lo- loses in his next game, in his first. And his this is gonna be his third playoff game, right, Chris? Yes. Yeah. So so maybe he maybe he he gets his first playoff win. Um, um, I I think I think as hot as that team has been, um, I don't think they've played quality opponents. So I'm gonna hold my opinion of what they're mm-hmm. gonna be. Um, but but you know, I know they were a good team. I don't think they're you know I don't think they're some kind of middling NFL team. I think they were a good team, but there, there's a lot of uh um, great. Oh, um, te- good teams in the AFC, and if you don't bring your A game on any given playoff day, you're gonna get beat. Some of the some some of those teams are pretty tough, so let's see what they do.
0: Mm, yeah, shout out to the Ravens for being hot. Uh, you got the Browns barely went barely made the playoffs and beat hmm. the Steelers twenty four to twenty two,
2: and Big Ben wasn't playing too, so it probably should have been a little bit easier for the Browns to win that game, but um, yeah, give, give credit to the Browns. They're in the playoffs for the first time since Oh two, I think. Right. Um, So now I think, I think now we're the longest uh, without the playoffs, (laughs) unfortunately, but (laughs) yeah.
1: Yeah, imagine that, man. This, this is this is when you know things are bad, man. Um, when you're being, when the Browns are ahead of you, is, you know, I, I could make, uh, I could make analog, really bad analogies about Brown being ahead of you, but I'll leave that alone. Um, uh, I'm just, I'm, I'm happy for for Browns fans. They've been going through that for a long time. Um, uh, there is still question mark. To what Baker Mayfield actually is, but we'll see. I mean, you know, I'm. I'm. Let's see what they have. I mean, it's a, it's a talented football team, right, Chris? Right, Devin? I think so. I this think this is like you know, oh, right.
0: Oh, let, let's let's cut let's cut the middle man. Into the Except bullshit. for one.
2: <laughs> I'm not saying. Let's cut the one bull, guy, let's cut the right? Bullshit. But but Devin.
1: But Devin, in in reality. If 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 we got, if we're gonna close the door on the conversation of if Baker Mayfield is good or not, this is the perfect time for it. If he fails miserably, nobody that defends Baker Mayfield could actually stand in front of you and have a conversation. But no. <laughs> no. Especially going in with a team that the way that that's as talented as they are, and um and um in the midst of this conversation, I just remembered that unfortunately. Um. Didn't uh? This couple of people get tested positive. Yes. Yes. Uh, yes thank you. Kobe, uh, right. yeah, yeah. About five. Five, five
0: people. Um, it was the left. It was the uh, the pro bowler. Um. Yeah. Joe. Um, who was it? Uh, the coach. Uh, mm-hmm. it was and it was like three other. It was three other people, but they all not gonna be able to play this play against the Steelers, which sucks. And I, you know, and I wish them nothing but the best. And okay, Browns deserve to be in playoffs, but come, come on, man. To, when you really look at this game against Pittsburgh without Ben Roethlisberger, it, it 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 shows that if they don't get their shit together, the Steelers could dominate this game easily. Mason Rudolph had three hundred fifteen passing yards against that defense.
1: Yeah, Nobody wouldn't
0: a- have known that. I would if they would have won that game, I would have gave it to Mason Rudolph. I would have gave it to him. Yeah. Baker mm-hmm. Mayfield only had 196 passing yards and one touchdown. That's not going to get nowhere in the playoffs.
1: Nope. Agreed. <laughs> Definitely
0: not. Shout out to Nick Chubb, you know, 100 yards and 14 carries, but still that it's not going to get you nowhere. It's not. So um they're going against a, a playoff quarter the playoff, one of the best playoff quarterbacks, Ben Roethlisberger. And they better get their shit together because trust me, it, it can get very ugly. But congratulations to them. You know how I feel about Baker Mayfield. And that's all. <laughs> um, Vikings barely beat the Lions in a high scoring game, 37
2: to 35. <laughs> this is like <laughs> the ending for the Lions. They're going to, they got a fresh start. You know, they got a new coach coming in, whoever it's going to be. Um, you know, it's, it, I'm sure Lions fans are unfortunately too used to this kind of a season. And, um, you know, maybe we'll see Stafford get traded this offseason. That's going to be a, an interesting name to look out to see if he'll get traded you know and the vikings are you know seven and nine <laughs> it is what it is <laughs> i don't know what else to say about mm-hmm. that. yeah that, that's,
1: i mean we've beaten the, the the detroit drum for too long um i don't think i have a weight i have too much to say about them i hope that they hire the right gm and the right and the right new coach for them and they get in into a better situation start, starting next year, uh, not starting next season. Um, Vikings, uh, you know, we we're going to talk about uh, how bad that this whole season came, ended up being for them. Um, but um, they definitely um, are disappointed. Um, they, they should have been, uh, they're way more talented than where they ended up being. Uh, you could point some of those fingers to uh on uh kind of uh, uneven performances by their quarterback. That's it.
0: Yeah, Kirk Cousins had his best performance all year, 400 passing yards, three touchdowns. Uh we'll see when it didn't week. matter, when- right? There go, <laughs> exactly. Um, and, and before I get to the next game, Joe Douglas says signing Marcus May is a priority. So that's good news. That's that's very good news because Marcus yeah. May has been he's been balling and he's been he performed his ass off for us, even though me ain't had much. <laughs> so I just wanted to say that real quick. Um, yeah, you got the Giants. Uh they took the Cowboys out of the playoff spot. Uh, and even though the Giants is not in the playoffs, Giants
2: won twenty three to nineteen. Yeah, I you know what I I think. I think less with than with us with uh, Sam Donald, but I don't think um, I don't think Jones has you know made it that he's going to be the franchise quarterback. You know, I think there's still question marks with him. You know, he showed flashes, but we've seen him you know not be the franchise quarterback. You know, like caused it, you know have too many turnovers and stuff like that. So he's going to be. I think next year is going to be his big year like this year should have been for Sam to kind of step it up and take that next step. I like to see Daniel Jones take that next step next year and you know, be the franchise quarterback for them.
1: Yeah, he 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 has to because that team around him is starting to gel. A lot of a lot of parts of that Giants team, you could kind of see that they're that they're growing in in certain spots. Um I don't know what a lot of they they have a lot of decisions to make. Um, in the offseason, but still, I think uh, as presently constituted, I think they, they are not too far away from being a pretty good team, um, but, um, but for the quarterback. And that's the question mark in this whole thing. Um, he seemed to settle down, down the stretch a little bit, but we still have to ask the question, are you going to stop turning the ball over? Because that's what's killing him. You know, that's what's killing that team. I think if that do, if he was a if he played if he played if he had half the turnovers that he had this season, this team would win more games, in my opinion. Uh, but but yeah, um, that's my take on the Giants. And then Dallas, <laughs> Dallas did be it, 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 <laughs> It's
2: all Dak this this offseason. Uh, yeah, well,
1: well, in like like I always say, it's all about Jones. Right. And, mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, this dude—he needs, he need, you know, he just needs to make the right call. You know, whichever the call is gonna be, the their GM slash owner slash whatever else he is 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 gonna—he has to make the right call. If he doesn't, he's just gonna plunge this this uh, so-called America's team into more crap or doo doo, as uh, Chris says.
0: there's a lot of questions and not enough answers to this situation and then for what I know Kellen Moore is going to be there for another three years um offensive coordinator so maybe they'll change some defense up I don't know but we'll we'll see as time moves along uh Buccaneers dominated the Falcons 44-27
2: another hot team going into the playoffs is tampa bay the last couple of weeks they've looked really good um that's obviously a team to watch out for in the playoffs because of tom brady um big loss though i think he's day-to-day was uh evans the wide receiver for the bucks right he hurt his knee but i think mm-hmm. there's no structural damage but that's something to look out for in, um this weekend in the playoffs yeah
0: yeah Well no no Plain the simple. Uh play the plain and simple. We uh, <laughs> don't get no uh better than that. You know, so uh yeah, shout out to the Bucks in they playoffs.
1: Um Yeah, I don't have Packers, too much to say about the Bucks. <laughs> right. Packers, Let's see what uh, they do in the playoffs. First,
0: first, right. Packers clinched first first
2: seed in the NFC. and, and you nominated them 35 to 16. And I think the Packers are the only team that's really gonna have any kind of home field advantage because of the, because of the elements, because of outdoor being outdoors and all that. I don't think anybody else, since there's not going to be many fans, if any, at some of these games. So this was big for green Bay. And you know what, and I keep going back to it, but I remember Aaron Rodgers saying it after last year's loss to the 49ers in the championship game. And he said, we need to have these kind of games, these games more at home. Um, and he's got them now. Now they got them now, now you gotta to get to the Super Bowl, you gotta play in Green Bay, right? Middle January, late January. And let's Sheesh. see who could do it. <laughs> Green Bay loves the, the elements like we seen the other day when uh, what was that the, the Sunday night game when they were playing yeah. no against the Titans? Yeah, they took care of that. like so.
1: like, like I've said, the, the my question my question about the, the Chargers more than anything is not on offense, it's on defense. And oh. the fact that down the stretch they've been a little better at stopping the run, um, which I think they need to bring, just bring a lot more of um, um, it's it's kind of intriguing to see how far that team is it, it could go because Rogers is on a on the Hall of Flame, on a Hall
2: of Fame yeah, <laughs> clip at he's, this point. He's crazy. He's, yeah, you yeah, could he's... say
0: playing uh, to the man <laughs> finish the season. <laughs> was the season 4299 passing yards and uh 7th in the league. Number one in touchdowns, 48. Uh tied first with five interceptions and first a QBR of 984.4. So that, that's, that's so if the man don't get MVP, yeah. then you I don't then I don't know <laughs> like He's his, definitely getting. <laughs> it. Um and I think the lot of and I think he shut up the lot of the media and critics after um talking about uh last season who, who did they draft uh who did they draft the Jordan name love? Chris, who did the quarterback Jordan they love? Draft? Jordan love. Oh. yeah thank you Jordan love i think i think rogers shut up a lot of critics about the Jordan love um because we didn't hear nothing about him so shout out shout out to you rogers shout out to the packers for clinching. um you got a high scoring tight game uh raiders barely beat the broncos 32 31
2: yeah, that was a crazy ending, and the Raiders ended up, uh, what are they, five, did they finish at 500? Yes, they finished at eight and eight, not in the playoffs, um, still question marks on that team, especially defensively, um, and the Broncos, you know, is Drew Locke the guy? That's going to be the big thing going into next year, and we're going to find out, but uh, he, he looked pretty good this week, too. He had a he had a pretty good game as well. Um, but these are – and that's the West too. So you know you're going to be second fiddle in that division <laughs> regardless. Uh, you're not taking over the, the Chiefs, so.
1: Yeah. Um, um, the Raiders is the Raiders. Um, they have um, they underachieved last year, and they underachieved this year again. Um, we're we're – in my opinion, I think a lot of people want to crucify um, – their coach right now, I think we should hold off, in my opinion, because I think we should really kill him <laughs> <laughs> next year. Because because I think from because from the jump, um, uh, the only one thing I'm going to say is that he, he almost made us feel like we were stupid when we were saying, uh, oh, yeah, you did not re-sign Khalil Mack because you could get another pass rusher, right, in the draft, right, just like Khalil Mack. right okay he's definitely Uh, got
2: to fix that defensive side uh, yeah (laughs) yeah
1: um um he hasn't he hasn't he he hasn't replaced any of the players that he that he let out of town when he came on board so um they and their caliber of talent so so that's a question mark but i but that's as far as i'll go let's see how far he goes i think i think the broncos have a very bright future um uh, i don't know if luck, luck is the guy but he he looks he looks like he he could be um they have a lot of talent they had a lot of injuries um i think i think let's see what what they could add in the off season. and um and what they could do next season uh i i, I like I, I think i like where they're going
0: i, I was i just want to see who uh they knew gm gonna be since John Elway way stepping aside um and then we'll then you know we'll see what happens from there.
1: He um, he he. Hey Davin. <laughs> he he had he's failed so miserably at drafting QB that he's given up. He'll be like, you know what? I I need to give somebody else a shot at this. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. the truth.
0: That's the truth, man. And it's terrible. Yeah. Uh the, the Colts the Colts clinched the playoff spot. Um, beat beating the Jaguars twenty eight to fourteen.
2: Yeah, you know, uh, the Colts needed to win to get into the playoffs, and luckily they were playing Jacksonville that last game, and, you know, Jacksonville didn't want to win any more games. So, uh, (laughs) but, uh, yeah, you know, that wasn't much of a surprise. Jonathan Taylor is coming on towards the end. The last few weeks he's been, you know, running the ball much better. So that could help them in the playoffs. We'll see. It's all going to come down to, I think, Rivers. How he, you know, how he's playing in the playoffs, how far they're going to go, so we'll, we'll see, you know, next week.
1: Yeah, I think I think the Colts, uh, like we 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 definitely were high on them coming into this season, and they did not. I think um, initially they did not perform to the level we thought they could have, um, but but here and there we've seen flashes of it, um, and they have the talent too. And like Chris said, I think I agree with you when you say um, that it's up to Rivers. Uh, um, to a certain extent, um, but they have uh, um, they have the, the the running back their backup running back Naeem Hines is a very uh, talented kid. Um, you like I said earlier when I when I, I spoke about how good um, Jonathan Taylor is, um, you don't get to have 250 yards rushing um, because you it was a fluke. Um, he's a very good player. Um, that offensive line is massive and very good at what they do, both on the in the run game and the pass and the pass game. Um, uh, the the question is is that is this defense something you could count on? I think that's that's a question that needs to be answered too. But uh, I like I like their chances. Let's see how far they go. Unfortunately, uh, some of the teams they're about to play no joke. So <laughs> we're gonna see uh, we're gonna see what's gonna happen with them. Um, it's going to be interesting to see where they go,
0: yeah. Shout out to the Colts for clinching. Um, the yeah, rookie of the year, Justin Herbert, uh, beat the Chiefs, beat the um, the less, less star the Chiefs,
2: um, 38 21. Yeah, oh. all the backups went for the Chiefs, rest of them, you know, to get them ready for the playoffs. Chargers got the win, but uh, you know, Anthony Lynn gets sacked. <laughs> um. But i tell you one thing, man, the Chargers should be so much better than what they are. I don't want to put it all on Anthony Lynn, but this is a team, you know, you're talking about a top 10 offense and a top 10 defense, and they're seven and nine. This is a team that should be so much better. And why? <laughs> I don't know why they're not much better, but they, they definitely should be a playoff team. Uh,
1: Chargers, Chargers, uh, yeah. Um... Would you say that their coach held them was the reason why they didn't win as many games as they, they should have? Dave.
0: Um, it's part of it.
1: Yeah, it definitely was because I could remember just a couple of games off the top of my head where he made massive errors that kind of uh, negated wins that they should have had. Um, of course, I think I think like anything else, there's a lot enough blame to go around a lot of places. One of the places you can't put that blame in On is uh, um, the quarterback who performed at a level I don't think anybody or any evaluator of talent when he came into the league thought he could um, he could perform at. So um, hats off to the kid, man, and I hope that he could you know keep going on that level and get himself up there um, as one of those new upcoming elite quarterbacks in the NFL. Uh he did definitely have the skill positions around him. Um shore up that offensive line a little better, um, give him a better run game. And yeah, let's go.
0: Yeah. Shout out shout out to Herbert. Um this was a this was an injury game, but I guess the Rams couldn't play a spot. Uh they beat the
2: Cardinals eighteen to seven. Yeah, it was impressive that they had the backup quarterback in and they still pulled out this win, even though uh, Kyler Murray got hurt during the game. He came back, so he wasn't 100%, but this is a game the Cardinals should have won. I mean, you're playing against a team with a backup quarterback who hasn't started a game. So I am I, I was just – that's disappointed, but I was kind of surprised that the Cardinals lost that game. Um, but uh, you know what? Rams, great coaching, man. Will always, always make up for an injury or something like that, so – Shout out to the Rams. Needing the win. Got the win. And uh they're in the playoffs. Who's gonna start next week? I don't know, but we'll see.
1: Oh man. What what <laughs> what, what what I mean? What what are the what are the Rams, man? At this point, um I I um did hey Chris, did did um did golf have surgery? Really did have surgery? Yeah, on this. Yeah. Job.
2: And he had, the, I think, he had the same one as Drew Brees, and Brees was out, I think, five weeks. So, how is so, it possible that he's going to come back and play? And play I don't know. Well? They're saying that he might play next week. Uh, you know, this is this is crazy, man. Yeah. I, um, um. I can't um, I see it,
1: but... <laughs> yeah. Um. I think it's it's one of those things where um, their lackluster performances, sometime during the season, where they kind of dipped, their performance is kind of dipped, is kind of coming back to bite them. I think if they had stayed on the trajectory they were playing when they were, when they got hot, um, I think they would have positioned themselves in in a better, in a better way so that they wouldn't be in the position they are, they're in now. Uh, But, but they're still a pretty talented team. It's just that they're in a, they're in a division that's ridiculously talented. So the next team they have to play, they have to be kicking on all cylinders to even have a shot at beating them. So. I don't know. Um, this is going to be up in the air for um, for the Rams, in my opinion. I don't know <laughs> which uh, Magic mm. Rabbit they would have to pull out of their hat to win that game. Mm. Interesting. Um, see, Seahawks. Uh,
0: Seahawks barely beat the 49ers 26-23. Another team
1: I don't... Yeah, another team I don't get. I really don't <laughs> understand. Like, I know the 49ers are a <laughs> scrappy team I know they are but how is how is the how is the Seahawks struggling to beat the 49ers? okay, okay they're a scrappy team they're also in your division okay fine there's a division game but the fact that the Seahawks have they they're just they're just not and 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 please you know I, this conversation where all of a sudden they're like oh yeah they used to be the worst team the worst defense in the league for a few games. And now they're they're on a hot streak because they played what? Who'd they play? Which offense offense did they stop? Which really good offense in the last four weeks that Seattle played that they stopped that you'd be like, oh, this is impressive.
2: And think about it. Nobody. Think about all the injuries San Fran has going into this. Yes. I mean, how is Russell Wilson? Russell Wilson threw for 181 yards. I mean, that's incredible. T.K. D- Metcalf had three catches for 21 yards.
0: <laughs> Ooh, that <laughs> offense hasn't really been playing
2: good the last few weeks. And and the defense giving up 20 uh, 23 against you know not exactly the best offense here. You know, I mean, you're talking about who is the quarterback for the 49ers? Uh, beat Hart. Oh, C.J. Uh, Beathard. He's the yeah, drink. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I mean, come on. They got to do better than that if they're going to make any kind of run in the playoffs they got to be better than this you know and i don't know are they <laughs> we're gonna find out i mean the first week like you said well they play the the rams the first week so they should be able to beat the rams this week and then after that they're probably either playing the saints or the packers so
0: the one that the one of the uh the bucks and the, uh the rest the rescues play the packers right so yes all right,
2: yeah. so the, they played play the winner of the
0: the um the, the Saints, Saints
2: game. Yeah, so you figure the Saints will beat the Bears, so there you go. They're gonna have to, they're gonna have to play the Saints. <laughs> Sheesh.
0: Mm. Um, speaking of the Saints, Saints dominated the Panthers, thirty-three
1: seven. Saints. Yeah, Saints. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Um, I know what the defense could do. Uh, but aren't you worried about the
2: offense a little bit? I, hey, listen. But he's
0: three touchdown passes
2: so I'm guessing yeah, he's, just I, 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 get back he's fine, game. but listen, the last three, four years, we've been talking about the Saints, you know, like they. <laughs> <laughs> something happens yeah, in the playoffs, playoffs, right? We've seen them lose really bad games in re- just in bad ways. You know, because of pass interference, and last year they lost to Minnesota to Kirk Cousins of all people at home. I mean, and then a few years ago it was Minnesota in that in the that miracle uh, play at the end. So, yeah, I mean, listen, talent wise, I don't think anybody in the NFC's got more talent than the Saints, defensively or offensively. So. They, on paper, should be the best team in, in the NFC at the very least. I mean, they should be the number one seed. But now, you know, even if they win their, their first two games, they're going to have to face Green Bay in the championship game. And that'll be interesting, you know. In, in late January, that's going to be an interesting game for them uh, to play out of, their, out of their dome and in the, you know, the cold elements and everything. So, uh, yeah, like, yeah, like I said. I don't know, man. Saints in the playoffs? Uh, I'm not confident at all with them.
1: And that's and that's my issue, and that's why yeah. why I, that's why I asked my uh, asked the question. Um, um, we've seen the reason why I brought up the offense is that we've seen that offense on as a high powered offense throughout the, the 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 regular season for years now. Unfortunately, when it comes to the postseason, that they don't look like the same team. They don't look like the same offense, you know. And defensively um, too. You and it. It, well, you could say that too. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, defensively, also the whole so that whole team has a lot to answer, man. They have a lot of questions to answer this off season. And there's a rumor out there that that uh, Breeze said after this season he's done. So uh they need to pour every ounce of everything they have in for the for their leader, yeah, and go it. out there and try to get him a Super Bowl. Yeah.
0: Very interesting Very interesting So next game we have (laughs) Oh man We got the the, game of the week
2: Ugly game Titans 41 Texas 38 Yeah it Just showed you know I've been saying Titans offensively I love them Going into the playoffs they're a perfect playoff Team offensively but Defensively I do not Like this team at all and giving Up 38 Against the Texans. Yeah, they got Deshaun Watson, but outside of him, I mean, they got nothing much there. And to give up that many in a game that, you know, you need to win to get to the division. Um, But, uh, and you know what, just real quick on the Texans. They got to figure something out this offseason, man. They better put a team, a really good team around Deshaun Watson. I mean, I know they just signed his extension and all that, but they got to give this guy a team to win a team, Deshaun Watson, he threw for over 4,000 yards this year and they're a four-win team and he had nobody, you know, receiver-wise. You know, we talk, you know, everybody excuses Sam Darnold, but he's got nobody to throw to. Who the hell does Deshaun Watson have?
1: I mean, come on, right? <laughs> that's, legi- <laughs> that's That's a legitimate question. I mean, I mean, I mean, for, and, and. Come on. I hate to say stuff like this, I hate to repeat stuff like this, but somebody posted on, on 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 Twitter something about, oh yeah, if if um if the Texans um asked you for your for your what oh, second God. round pick or whatever
2: for, for... <laughs> <laughs> yeah for the second pick yeah I'm gonna give you Deshaun Watson. Are you out of your mind? Uh, come on, people, the Texans! This is the, and the only
1: reason why I br- I brought it up is to just show you how underappreciated that dude that dude is like. He, <laughs> People think people don't understand how good of a player this guy is, man. This guy is a damn near elite quarterback in the NFL, and you're talking about trading him away for one first-round pick, right?
2: Okay. <laughs> and J.J. White already ridiculous. He, he apologized to him already this year. He's like, yeah. "I'm sorry, we, we wasted another year of your career." Yeah, you know. And they gotta yeah. watch, and that. Man.
1: If this he keeps plays, off, he's gonna ask for a trade. He plays on. he, he doesn't only play for himself. That's the kind of quarterback I want. That's yes. That kind of man. I'm telling you, and, and and I just feel bad for the kid. That
2: hey, even O'Brien, O'Brien whoever the hell him.
1: you are, <laughs> even Bill O'Brien never traded
0: him. <laughs> well, oh man. Well, at least Bill O'Brien is
1: uh, could be an offensive coordinator for Alabama
0: or guys,
1: yeah. Carl hackley Oh yeah, that's the rumor going around. Right. We'll see what happens with that.
0: <laughs> Good yeah, we'll luck. Um, better off with Bill O'Brien. Um, I don't, I don't think, I don't, I don't know, Chris, you want, you want to, I don't think yeah, we're we going to leave the, uh the Washington Eagles game alone. You already, you yeah, already, we went already went to got, a rant. We so that really alone. Yeah, we did yeah. that already. <laughs> we'll, we'll leave that alone. So that was the last game. Um, So, so as we know, Chris is the champion of this year for the season uh, congratulations to you, Chris. Me and Charmin will try to go for that, go for that trophy, the season trophy I'm next coming year. coming you,
1: Chris.
2: Well, here's I'm the. In. I just want to give you guys the final standings. We 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 had to pick 256 games throughout the year. Okay. So yeah, Evan, you came in third. You had 153. Your your record was 153 and 103. Okay, Charmin, that's old 500. Had, I'll take you. Charmin was 163 and 93, and I finished 172 and 84. So that's pretty good for all of us, man. I think we did pretty good. We did, we yeah, we did it. It's did, not easy predicting good. games with or without a spread. I'll tell you that. <laughs>
1: I know. Yeah, and the fact the fact that we were so much above 500 each of us is pretty good.
2: Yeah, I mean, if we had this point spread, that's—I don't know if that's easier or harder, but
1: I think it's harder. Yeah, <laughs> who knows? It's a hundred times harder. Yeah,
2: <laughs> point hard spreads that. are
1: bad. It's just horrible. Yeah. Without it, it's hard. I'll say okay. that. It ain't easy. <laughs> yeah, it's it's hard too. Without it too, you're right. But yeah, I
0: think I think I think most podcasts, I think some podcasters and some people should should respect our our picks, man. You know, now it's very hard, but at the same time, we. We come up with some good picks, you know, even even yeah, when no. I come with some crazy-ass picks. But, you know, some of them be right, though. <laughs> so, yeah, that's so let's start. So let's start slate clean, playoff time. So the first game, which is going to be a good game, Saturday at 1 o'clock, you got the Colts against the Bills. Uh,
2: I, I can't go against the Bills the first week. I mean, they're, they're coming in super hot. Um, they're gonna be home, like you said last week. They got some fans coming in as well. Um, it, you can't go against the bills,
1: yeah. I, I'm agree with you. Uh, they're too hot, man. Rolling like that, I, I definitely go with the bills.
0: Ah, uh, man. Oh All right, here's, here's the season, and here's the playoff scenario. Um, last year we know Josh Allen choked. Um, I don't expect him to choke. But I'm not going to sleep on the Colts at all. I'm going to pick the Colts. Wow! To win this game.
2: Sheet. Nice. Woo. All right. I like um, it. I like it. Take,
0: uh,
1: take some pineapples <laughs> to 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 make that pick. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. Some some cojito.
1: <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> uh, you got the Rams against the Seahawks. at four
2: o'clock game. Four thirty game. Ugh. Uh, uh you know what I, I gotta take Seattle yeah yep. you know because the Rams are coming in w- without golf I, I maybe with golf I would have with a healthy golf I would definitely would have picked them I think, but I, I gotta go Seattle yeah, I gotta go Seattle too.
1: I don't see how a golfless Rams team could uh could beat Ce- um Seattle even if I just unloaded on their defense. <laughs>
0: Yeah, uh, you know, Russell Wilson. Um, last few weeks, is, I'm not. Mm-mm. I'm not too sure about him. That's Jamal not my Adams, guy anymore. I don't know what Adams. he. I
1: don't know who's that.
0: Yeah, uh, Jamal Adams. I'm sorry. You, you're gonna have to have your feelings hurt. I'm picking the Rams. Wow. Two
1: um, in a row. Yeah, man. He's he's, he's going in. That is not messing around. No, he's
0: not. Uh, and then you got, and then of course the Sunday night game is the Buccaneers against Washington. Ah, you got to I mean, go Saturday. with Brady. Sorry, not Sunday.
2: Got to go with Brady. I, you know what? Washington, great, great story. Ron Rivera, Alex Smith. Yes. Uh, but um, I don't think they got enough to beat Tampa Bay.
1: No, I don't think so either. Yeah, I'm Bucks, going with the Bucks, Bucks all the I'm, way. Not,
2: I'm not that. I'm not that damn crazy.
0: And, um, <laughs> and even with, if Mike Evans, even if even if Mike Evans don't play, they still have the. They still have enough yeah. force to. To beat that team, and uh, and Antonio Brown is starting to get a little bit back to himself. So, yeah. Um. So Sunday's game, one o'clock, the Ravens against the Texans, uh, the Titans.
2: Oh, you know what? This is the game. I I think I'm gonna go with, I- I'm gonna go with the shocker here. I think the Ravens, I think Lamar Jackson's gonna win a playoff game finally. I do mm. not like the Titans' defense at all.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm really suspect on that defense, man. I I I don't I don't know if but but I'm not as much as I'm suspect on on the on the the Ravens defense scares me too. They they have not this year been that defense that they were the year before. Mm-hmm. They they really looked like a C, they like they've put, they've really given up a lot of yards this year. So, um this is going to be a high-scoring game in my opinion. Um. Mm, I say Tennessee wins. I go Tennessee again because I think Tennessee's offense. I think Tennessee's offense is still up there, man. Um. I think that these those wide receivers against those corners those those that's gonna be an interesting matchup in my opinion. I think those guys could physically outplay um, the the Ravens corners in my opinion. So I'm gonna go with titans
0: uh um this game is so it's going to be about what lamar jackson can do on the throw Mm
2: -hmm.
0: um and and we've been very confused with him the past past two years um and derrick henry is is he is in playoff form right now like last season and it's very scary to see that so i'm i'm definitely going with the titans um it's going to be a high-scoring game, and Lamar Jackson, I feel like, we will have his best best game going. But this is going to go down to the wire, and I'm I'm going to have the Titans on this one. Um, and then we have the Bears against the Saints.
2: Yeah, oh, I think the Saints think they, they got to beat the Bears. If they lose in the first round, <laughs> you know, especially with uh, Drew Brees retiring after the season, possibly, uh, so I you, you got to go New Orleans here.
1: Yeah, New
0: Orleans for me. I'll pick the Saints, but I won't be shocked if this game comes really close. You can't sleep on the Bears' defense. And I know the Bears has been running uh, good, too, um, yep. lately as well. So, you know, I'm not going to sleep on the Bears' problem. team. <laughs> right. Um, and so I'm going to say it's going to be a close game. But the Saints should win, And but I won't be surprised if the Bears win neither. Um, and the last game, which is the Sunday night game, is the Browns against the Steelers.
2: You know, I I was thinking of going with the Browns in this game, uh, Mm. only because Pittsburgh has not played well. Um, No. But uh, I I don't know. I just don't trust Baker Mayfield at all in the playoffs. So at at all, (laughs) not even just in the playoffs. But uh, I'll, I'll, I'll go with Pittsburgh.
1: Pittsburgh hasn't struggled to stop the run, right? yeah and and they just hap they just happen to be going up against probably one of the better running teams in the NFL right now. Correct. <laughs> I'm going to the Browns. Wow. Don't try to change my mind no, 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 that's <laughs> hey, I, I
0: don't need to change mind you know the only thing I'm thinking about is who's the better quarterback at this moment at this moment and it's Ben Roethlisberger. and playoff ben is is a leak. You know, and I'm I'm not I'm not gonna go against that. I'm not gonna go against that. Not now. Not now. Um, maybe next week if the if the, if the if the if the if the if the Steelers play the Colts, I might go against them then. But um, not now. So I will pick the Steelers to to beat the Browns. It will be a close game though. So other than that, that's it for our podcast. Please make sure to follow us on Twitter, the Just Fans Podcast. We're so happy to do this for y'all. Another season down. And now we in the playoffs. So until next week, we take a flight. Take flight.
1: Take flight.